Welcome to the Good Is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Loy Day. We hope to help you gain confidence, grow your sales communication skills, and inspire a positive culture. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. Our sales training program called Guide Culture will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. Tomorrow is another Guide Culture training. Can you believe we are approaching our very last in-person of 2019? It is really hard to believe, Macy. It's crazy. It's been such an awesome year. We started doing our in-person trainings in March of 2019, and they have been so wonderful that we started to, decided to open our own space. And so that will be ready for our January session of 2020, January 3rd through 5th. And I think right now, actually, I know right now that if you purchase your January seat before December, you get the seat for the 2019 price. And I know that the January seats are definitely filling up quickly. Yes, it, for me, it's, it's hard to believe that it's only been a few months that we've only done this five or six or seven times in person. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like such a mature program. Mm -hmm. The program seems like it's providing a lot of value. Mm -hmm. And it just seems it's grown. I feel like we've been doing it for five years. I know. It feels really, uh, it feels just like a part of us now. Yes. And the family is growing and and the feedback we're getting is really powerful. Mm -hmm. So I'm encouraged. Yeah, me too. I cannot wait to open the doors of our new space. It's going to be awesome. Today, I want to talk about how to get paid more in a in a salaried job because you know we talk a lot about entrepreneurship and having your own business and it is super fun to be an entrepreneur it is absolutely just the thing that gets me jazzed to get up in the morning i also know that entrepreneurship is not for everybody it's just not and um if you are in a salaried job i really want to encourage you because you can grow your value and you can become so important to the team and so valuable to the team that you will be paid more. You will. Yes. And one thing we talk about a lot in our training is our language, the words we use. And one word that actually I don't use or try not to use is the word job. Mm -hmm. Because it's more than anything that you do is more than a job. Yeah. When you get to the position that it's a calling, that it's something that that you're doing with passion, that you have a deeper purpose than what it actually looks like, then that's when you start adding the value that brings home the more money. Yeah, absolutely. And Lloyd, I know that you, I'm sure, have some invaluable team members, staff members. Would you agree with that? 
every one of them are invaluable. I know, right? They, they are so incredible. And you do whatever you can to make sure that they are happy and fulfilled and encouraged and in a place that they love to be in. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It, those kind of things is it's a leadership position. It's a leadership opportunity to create that in, in the people. Yeah. And now that I am starting to grow a team of people, I'm starting to realize what I'm looking for and people that I hire. And it's definitely a different perspective from when I was looking for a job and wanting to get hired. Now that I know what people are looking for to hire, I think I have a little bit of insight. If this is you, if you're in a job and you're like, man, I want to grow and I want to be more and I'm going to be a lifer and I want my value to be obvious. I want to give you some some encouragement and some tips today on how you can do just that. Yes. And not only is that true, but it also helps you get into the position that you get excited about getting up and going to work. Like it's not a job anymore. It's more of a game that you cannot wait to go and perform. Absolutely. The first thing you should consider is what are your value adds? Value Ads, A-D-D-S. Sometimes it's hard to pronounce that. Your value adds. Value adds are kind of one or two things. I think if you are an entrepreneur, a value add is something that you offer without it costing extra. And if you are in a job, your value add is something that's not a part of your job description, but you just have it and you have the skills to offer that go above and beyond what you are really called to do. So a great example of this is um, we were hiring a, a, a part-time position and we had a description and, you know, we knew kind of what we were looking for. And we had this one girl come in and she had all these value ads. She knew how to use Illustrator, which is a software that we use that I sure as, sure as heck don't know how to use. She knows how to draw. She's very creative, which is definitely something that we can use. She is very smart. She has a background in HR, which was very appealing to us. She had all these value ads. I think one of the strongest value ads that she had was her presence was her her just like spirit, her the aura around her. In fact, Loy, she walked in and you met her quickly and she left and, and at first glance you said, Well, if I'm just picking out, out of first impressions, that's your girl right there. <laughs> Didn't true. you say that? Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed with her and I was like, man, like all these value adds that she's bringing to the table is going to be huge. And because of that, I mean, it was no question that she was our person. And I think you're probably listening to this and you're like, well, Macy, how do I find what my value adds are? Well, when you put value in, value comes out. Yes. And one way to do that is to start learning more about what you do, learn about your company, your products, do some personal growth. And then as you do that, you will have value to start adding or even more value to add to your organization. Yeah, so awesome thing to do is to add value to yourself by what Lo was saying, reading and personal development and also investing in some trainings, whether it is a technical skill training, whether it is like, hey, I know that this company uses video a lot. I'm gonna go learn how to edit video. Just in case, I know that's not part of my job description, but I'm going to go invest in some sort of training on how to edit video so that I can offer that if they need me to. Yes. And another way would be to look around or just around you, the uh, near you of things that might need to be done, or you could 
might could improve upon mm-hmm. or people that might need your help in something. Just try to find some ways to add value that you're not even being paid for. Yeah. In fact, and this is an awesome thing to think through when you are applying for jobs as well. We had a girl that took our training and she was applying for a job and she wrote on her resume that she was a guide culture graduate. And they said, well, what, what is guide culture? What, what kind of graduate are you? And she said, well, it's a sales and communication training and I'm a graduate and I'm a coach. And I think it was a group interview and, and the interview guy said, oh, I want her. She's mine because that was a value add. He said, man, she is taking the time to invest in herself. Not only is she investing in herself, she's learning and utilizing skills that are becoming a hard skill that very few people have. So investing in things just in general, looking around you and seeing how you can put some value in so that you can give some value back out is really going to give you that leg up. Yes, most employers are looking for this type of a skill. And if they can see some growth there, it's going to help because you learn to improve the whole culture of what's around you. And that culture, from an employer's perspective, is critical. Our second tip to give you is to recognize, identify, and elevate your tilt your tilt, T-I-L-T, your tilt. And your tilt is kind of what makes you special and what makes you different. There are hundreds of thousands and thousands of photographers, but there's one that you really like for a reason. And whatever that reason is, is typically their tilt. And you find your tilts through different kind of experiences and different perspectives that you might have um, that that kind of you believe in and, and kind of things that you that you stand for. And this has been really huge for us. And I had a, a huge aha moment. Lloyd and I were standing and sitting in Starbucks. We were preparing before we were going to a, a guide culture meeting for a business. And I was kind of talking about I, I am really looking for a business mentor for like the technical side of business. And I was sharing how, you know, I just really feel like I I lack a lot of skill. And when it comes to actual business, I really am. I can lead with my heart. I can do all of that. But kind of the back end stuff, I just could really use some help in. And I was telling her how how I envisioned scaling this thing and and how we were going to grow and how it was going to be manageable. And, And he said something so profound that just really stuck with me. He said, Macy, I think that we should focus on scaling the spirit. When you scale the spirit, Thing, it all kind of comes into place. And to me, that is what it, our tilt is. Our tilt is the spirit of guide culture. It's a really safe place. It's a really positive place. It's full of encouragement. It's full of cheering people on and pulling for people. It's full of tough love coaching, but emphasis on the love and really learning to scale that and scale the heart. That's how a business is going to scale. And so I would just encourage you to figure out like, okay, what, what is the the tilts that you bring to what you offer and how can you scale that spirit of what you do? Very good, Macy. (laughs) Yes, she's right. Anybody can find material or can take the material we have. Somebody may take the book and say, I'm going to go do this, but they can't because they can't do it the way we do it. The way we do it is our tilt and our tilt is based on our experiences Our philosophy, our belief, our spirit, the spirit of things is really what your tilt is. And it comes from your wisdom Mm -hmm. as well as your knowledge. And so the, the thing that makes us all special 
is that we all have our own tilt. And that is also what makes us unique. And to lean into that and to buy into that and say, yes, that is my tilt. I am proud of that. I will own it. And that's how I will separate myself from the pack. So, Loy, I think what you're saying is, is because of our tilt, because of guide culture, it's kind of hard to replace this experience. It's almost impossible to replace a guide culture experience because of our perspective and because of you and because of this material. It's been internalized by you for so many years. And so if you have a tilt and a job, a salaried job, and you really focus on that tilt, whatever makes you different and what makes you special, you become really hard to replace. Yes. And let me back up and explain like within our organization, as an example, as we bring people in to do the things, like to teach the classes and to do the things, the thing that makes them special will be their tilt. And anybody can make anything special with your tilt. The key is that your tilt is so special that people want it. Right. And you and you do that by, again, by growing yourself, doing the right things, learning, using your experiences in the right way. And then you start having your tilt and that tilt when you own it can be irreplaceable right which means maybe down the road if you ask for a raise it's gonna be really hard for them not to give you one because you're irreplaceable because you're irreplaceable yep one of i think the greatest tilts you could have and this is our third point of what you can do to be paid more in your salary job is having the right mindset and attitude that alone in itself is a tilt because I think it's it's hard to have that and to maintain it over a period of time. And when you have that positive mindset and that positive attitude and you walk into a room and you become a mood meter, which basically means you you are evaluating the, the temperature of the room. You're evaluating the kind of the moods of everybody and you are just a little bit happier. You're just a little bit more positive. You bring a little bit more energy and you bring everybody up with you. That is an a huge mood meter. I know that I've worked on teams before where there's been a person that is just like the most positive, the most uplifting, the most fun to be around. They're maybe not as detailed. They maybe not work as quickly. They might not have, they might make a few more mistakes, but their positivity is by far worth that. It's worth the price of having to help with a couple more things or having to pick up a few more pieces. It is worth having that encouraging spirit around you. And that goes along with being a good finder as well. Because mm, we more talk about a lot. That. We talk a lot about criti- criticism and sarcasm, and we try to reverse that and say, "Hey, be a good finder." So if you're living in, in with optimism and positivity, and you're looking for good in people and things, situations around you then you're a good finder, a positive, good finder. Now that brings value to any situation. Absolutely. So maybe you're listening to this. You're sitting there and you're like, Macy, I hear you. It is so hard for me to stay in that place. It just takes one thing, one comment for someone to say to me, one bad experience just to wreck me and to make the whole day be a domino effect. There's something that Brendan Bouchard talks about in his book called High Performance Habits. It's a trigger that he 
makes a trigger in order to have kind of that positive attitude in every room that he goes in. He says he has different triggers for different things. So I think one of his triggers is like putting on his shoes and he thinks of one thing when he puts on his shoes every single time. But my favorite one is when he walks through a door frame. Every time he walks through a door, he uses that as a trigger to think I am going to show up as my best self for the people that need me. Whether he walks into the kitchen He walks into his kid's bedroom. He walks into bath time. He walks into an important meeting. He uses that doorway as a sort of like a refresh button or a reset button to erase what has just happened, not look back, look forward and and remind himself to be the best version of him. I just love that. I think that is a tremendous idea. So, and that's a value add. That is a tilt. That is a mindset all in itself that will make you irreplaceable in your job where you will end up being paid more than what you're being paid right now. That's right. So I hope that this podcast was helpful. If you are in a job that you love and maybe you're feeling like the pressure, sometimes I hear people talk about feeling pressure when they follow people on social media, they're starting a business and should they start a business? And and listen, being an entrepreneur is super fun. It's, it's a lot of risk. It's a lot of work. I've never worked harder than I work right now. I've never studied more. I've never been up earlier. I've never been up later. It is hard work. It's super fulfilling. Being in a salary job that you love is a great thing. It is a beautiful thing. Everybody is special. Everybody is unique. Everybody has different gifts and talents that are needed for different reasons. I know with my team, oh my gosh, they are everything. They are everything to me and all of us being so laser focused is what makes this work and I know that your boss loves you dearly and is so proud of you and so proud to have you and appreciates you being laser focused as well and one last thing to remember everyone should treat your calling your job or your whatever you want to call it as if you are the owner of the operation. Everyone in my organization, we try to encourage the ownership mentality. And the same thing with Macy's organization, we try to encourage the ownership mentality. So go and have the ownership mentality wherever you are. We cannot wait to start Guide Culture tomorrow, the last session of 2019. And we hope to see all of you in January, January 3rd through 5th in our new space for the Guide Culture training.